This is the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. Now, this podcast is designed for the aspiring apartment investor and literally gives them the opportunity to ask the questions that will help them get to the next level. So if you're an aspiring apartment investor, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. It's your one-stop shop for learning how to succeed at apartment investing. Hey, this is Brian Briscoe, host of the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast. And today I'm going to talk about it again. I've talked about it a lot. It's about raising capital for your first real estate deal. Now, let me give you a scenario. Let's say you just sell a property or let's let's say you're you're incredibly well endowed and you've got $5 million sitting in the bank. All right. You pick up the phone, you call a broker and say, I've got $5 million. I want to buy real estate right now. Okay. That broker is going to move heaven and earth to try to get a property for you because it's a quick and an easy sell. Money drives this market. Okay. It's important to have good deals. Yes. But money helps you to find the good deals. It's not the other way around. It's not if you have a good deal, the money will come. It's if you have the money lined up, a good deal will come. And that's one of the one of the falsehoods that I've been trying to combat for quite a while right now. I've spoken to a lot of different new syndicators and you know there, there's a couple of different you know coaching programs that I've been speaking with or speaking coming on webinars for them and whatnot. And when I talk to the students in these coaching programs, one of the very common things that I see is they're all focused on finding the deal, finding the deal, finding the deal. And when I ask them the question, how are you going to fund this? Usually I get blank stares or, hey, how much money do you have soft committed? Well, the answer I get most frequently is, well, nothing yet. Okay. How much money can you put into this deal? Oh, maybe 50,000. What size deals are you looking at? Oh, we want to get something that's 10 million or above. Okay, do you realize, says me, do you realize that if you're going to get something that's $10 million or above, you're going to have to raise at least $3 million in capital? Where is that $3 million going to come from? And over and over again, I think the most common mistakes that aspiring investors make, that newer syndicators make, is not having that money lined up in the beginning. Now, it, it is a chicken and an egg thing, so to, in, in some ways, but you know, you have to, a lot of people think that you have to have a good deal before you can go out and raise capital. Not necessarily true. I mean, granted, it's a lot easier to raise capital if you have a deal, you know, that you can actually show people. But there's a lot of preparation that you have to do before you can just flip a switch and raise money. And I think a lot of people are missing those steps. You have to build credibility for yourself. You have to be able to have a value proposition for the investors. And they have to know you as an investor. There's, there's a whole lot of things that happen before you can before you get under contract and even before you call and start calling brokers looking for deals. So if if I had to to say one thing, if I had to impress my will on on the entire multifamily education community, I would say if you have the money, a good deal would come. That's what I would tell everybody. That's what I would preach, and that's what I'm trying to preach. If you have the money, a good deal will come. All right. Not the other way around. 
And incidentally, I've seen a handful of different syndication groups get properties under LOI or get assigned LOI on a property or get a property under contract that have had to back out because of the capital raise. As, as a new syndicator, that's the last thing you want to do because the brokers are already taking a chance on you. The brokers are already probably don't want to work with you, but they're like, you know what? These new guys, okay, I kind of like them for X or Y. We're going to give them a shot. You're not going to get a second shot with that same broker. If you are unable to raise a million dollars on a deal and that broker knows you're unable to raise a million dollars in that deal, they're not going to come back to you with subsequent deals. And if you do try to look at deals that these brokers are offering, you know, maybe you're on their email list or whatever, and you do put an offer in when they transmit this offer to the seller, when they you know sit down with the seller and say, Hey, Mr. Seller, we've got six different offers for you. We've got three different offers for you. They're going to qualify your offer. They're going to say, you know, these guys have an offer. Here's the number, but you know, we worked together before they had this other deal under contract. They couldn't raise a million dollars. They couldn't close. I think it's, you're actually doing more damage to your own reputation by getting a deal under contract without the capability of raising money than you are by waiting, building the processes, building your investor base, and then looking for a deal. I think that time is is extremely well served. You know, looking back at, at my history, guess what I did? I did the same thing that everybody else did. And I'll, I'll be honest about that. I was talking to brokers. I was talking to them about all these deals. Hey, here's my criteria. Here's what I want. Here's the type of property I want to get into. And I had no concept of what it would take to raise money. Okay. I've been there. I've done that. I understand it. Raising money is not easy. I didn't have any accredited investor that I knew was accredited. You know, I, I mean, it turned out later that some people in my circle were actually accredited investors. But at the time, I didn't think I knew a single accredited investor. I didn't know anybody who was $50,000. Yeah, I'll, I'll invest $50,000 with you. For me, it was a lot easier for me to believe the narrative. If you find a good deal, the money will come because I wanted to believe it. I wanted to believe that that part would be easy, but it's not. I started talking with brokers and I started trying to underwrite deals and I was almost upset that the brokers wouldn't pay me any attention. And what I ended up doing is while I was looking for deals, I was starting the process of building my credibility, building my reputation to start raising capital. It took me over a year to close on my first property, but the way I look at it and looking back at it, it took me a year because it took me that long to actually have a viable chance at raising the capital. And that's what ended up making the difference is after eight, 12, eight, 10 months of looking for properties, now I actually had a couple of people who I knew would invest with me. I had a couple of people that I knew and I had more confidence going in. And when the broker started asking the question, and they will, when they started asking me the question, where's the money going to come from? I was able to say, hey, I know this guy right here, he's going to, you know, he's soft committed 50,000. This guy has soft committed 75. I've got this guy in my corner who says he can invest up to 100,000 if the deal meets his criteria. And when I was able to, to approach brokers with that, they were more interested in sending me deals. End of the day, if, if you take one thing away from anything I ever tell you as an aspiring syndicator, the answer is if you have the money, 
a good deal will come. It's not the other way around. And I'm going to say it for like the 82nd time during this episode. If you have the money, a good deal will come. So get out there, hustle, build your credibility, raise some capital, and let's do some deals. Thanks for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast by the Tribe of Titans. If you're still listening, you obviously liked it. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already, and then make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which incidentally has a ton of video content that you'll also enjoy and learn from. Now, if you're interested in being on the show, go to our website, diaryofanapartmentinvestor.com and fill out the questionnaire on the website. And for more educational content and for more information about our educational community, check us out at thetribeoftitans.info.